Welcome back to the number one semiconductor podcast in the world. Today, we're going to take a closer look at Intel Corporation. Yes, your favorite semiconductor company. Well, unfortunately, the company did report earnings and the stock is down roughly 12% as I am recording today's episode. And on today's episode, what I really want to do is take a closer look to see, is this an overreaction to the earnings call? Was it really that bad that we needed a 12% decline here on the stock? Well, let's take a closer look. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. All right, so first, let's just pretty much start off with their quarter four overview. Quarter four revenue was $15.4 billion. It did see a nice 9% sequential increase and a 10% year-over-year increase. So this is pretty good as in the past few quarters, in the past years or so, we've kind of seen a real weakness in Intel in forms of revenue due to numerous things, right? The overall competition from companies like AMD taking market share in the client and the data center market. And unfortunately, Intel has also been hit with the huge over inventory correction impacting the overall semiconductor that has really caused revenue to kind of see a bit of a slowdown. Uh, but we can see earnings per share did kind of beat their overall guidance and revenue and earnings per share actually also did beat analyst expectations. So we did have a very, very strong quarter four. Now the company did report $4.6 billion in cash flow from operations for this quarter but unfortunately this company is using a lot of money for its capital expenditure or capex which was roughly 5.9 billion this quarter alone and one of the main reasons is this company is really pushing into that manufacturing endeavor so we're going to see some of the updates there but that unfortunately led to adjusted free cash flow of roughly a loss of $1.3 billion. So now if we take a closer look at segment-specific performance, their client computing, and this is, hey, the chips that go into your laptops, into your desktop, that actually saw 12% sequential increase. And because we are getting better inventory, we're kind of leaving that inventory correction and inventories are normalizing, that was up 33%. So that's great, right? We're seeing this. And that bodes well for a lot of other semiconductor companies. And if you guys know me, most likely tomorrow, I will be releasing a video on how Intel earnings might implicate something for amd and nvidia so make sure to stay tuned um their data center market did see a four percent sequential rise to four billion dollars unfortunately is still seeing a 10 percent decline year over year most likely from the competitive pressure from amd but also the shift in wallet spending a lot of the spending is kind of going into gpus right now main reason nvidia is pretty much killing it what i thought was pretty interesting was their ifs revenue was 200 and 91 million but was up on a 63 percent year over year basis now the reason the stock price really saw this nice 12 percent decline is guidance and this guidance is not what many were expecting the company reported revenue to be somewhere around 12.7 billion dollars and that would be up uh, a nice percent almost eight percent on a year over year basis but unfortunately analysts were expecting closer to 14 billion dollars so a huge huge disconnect between guidance expectations and and what the company provided for quarter one the company did mention that hey look there are two main reasons for this weaker guidance first they do mention that while their core business including client servers edge and products um are 
doing well in quarter four there are tracking to the lower end of seasonal for quarter one and that is that's definitely some negative news to some extent it could kind of showcase that hey look there's too much competitive pressure in this in all these markets right now outside of that they are seeing a lot of headwinds in their non-core products for example with their automotive and their psgs which is the programmable solution group which things like fpga um, and other businesses that are kind of they're exiting out of um, are really kind of impacting overall revenue growth in quarter one and this is not new news if you have been following the semiconductor market we do know that the automotive market the p the fpga market and the programmable solution group market has been in a quite of a slowdown right now we are expecting that to continue at least in the first half of 2024 now they do mention that they expect quarter one data center revenue to decline double digit percentage sequentially before improving throughout the year and investors might be a little bit shocked by this right because intel just released their generation 5 cpu so they would have thought that hey maybe we might even grow sequentially as well but a double digit drop here is another reason to be a little bit worried about this uh, but remember as we're going to see intel does have a nice pipeline of products coming in uh, they do mention that in consumption of pc shipments it was roughly 270 million in 2023 and they do expect the pc total addressable market to be up low single digits in 2024 which bodes well for the company's overall earnings and obviously their client segment now while they see the kind of the pain in quarter one to be temporary they do expect sequential and year-on-year -year growth in revenue and earnings per share for each quarter of fiscal year of 2024 so i'm really liking that they said that hey look it's going to be short-term lift and we're going to see those sequential growth coming up so next i want to take a closer look at some other things but first i do want to say thank you guys for the support we just hit thirty thousand five hundred subs this is the best place you're going to find any semiconductor news so make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button i really do appreciate it if you want to support the channel a little bit more check out my my special offer at fool.com slash jose now uh when we talk about Intel, I do believe an important aspect now is manufacturing. Even though IFS is sitting at what 220 something 200 million dollars at the moment, it's a very small portion of the pie. The main reason is this company isn't really gonna have external customer revenue until 18a comes out and that's still about uh, about a year or in some change away but the company did mention that hey look lifetime deal value for ifs is now over 10 billion dollars which more than doubled from their last update and that's pretty great the main reason is they do have advanced packaging wins intel captured five design wins for advanced packaging in 2023 with the majority of revenue expected to start in 2025 and then they they have four customers for 18a a lot of them dealing with high performance computing and a lot of them doing a lot and a lot of pre payments uh so obviously this bodes well for their manufacturing endeavors continuing here they're really pretty much doing really well they got their fire first high na euv machine from asml they even beat tsmc to get this tool uh and that obviously bodes well as this is going to help them build chips in their 18a armstrong era which is two nanometers and below uh so that's pretty interesting and they're also one of the first high value manufacturers of logic devices using euv in both united states and europe so they're kind of showcasing hey look we are definitely a great 
great replacement to TSMC as we do have foundries all over the place. Just to kind of bring back people to reality though, we do see TSMC also expanding into those regions as well. The final thing I think I want to cover is the AI and data center market. And I do believe this is where investors were probably hoping for a little bit more growth. They do mention that look, in quarter four, their server business experienced solid sequential growth consistent with market share, which they believe was flat with quarter three. So they're saying, hey, look, quarter three, we have a really low market share and they do believe momentum is building for positioning them back to win market share from amd so those are interesting thoughts that actually might be bullish but right now that's not the case they do mention that gaudi 3 which is their ai accelerator is on track to launch this this year and they mentioned the accelerated pipeline for 2024 grew double digits sequentially and is now well above 2 billion and growing and they recently increased their supply for gaudi 2 and gaudi 3 to support the growing customer demand and expect meaningful revenue acceleration throughout the year and i think this is where investors got a little bit worried about intel right right now a lot of the money for AI for, for the semiconductor market is actually coming from AI solutions. And Intel, AMD has the MI300 and they said really closely that, hey, look, for 2024, we're going to have at least $2 billion. Intel, their wording is a little bit different. They say they have a pipeline above $2 billion, but they never say when they're going to get that revenue. So it's really kind of hard to understand how Intel is really doing with their Gaudi 2. Even though Gaudi 2 is an amazing AI accelerator, we have to really start to see it. it, it Intel this is definitely a growing opportunity for them, but it does seem like with capacity and supply chain constraint issues, um, they're not going to able to kind of grow this to full extent. And maybe this is what investors were looking for AI chips. It does seem like right now, AI chips are definitely going to be H100, the MI300X, just because the MI300X definitely has a better supply, supply than Intel's Gaudi 2. Now, we're going to have to definitely see Intel Gaudi 3, but we don't expect that probably till the second half of this year. Now, the stock, if we take a closer look at P.E. ratio forward, it's sitting at 23. P.E. ratio forward one year, which is the next 24 months, is sitting at 16. I want to say Intel does not look that bad when you look at these valuations. I do believe Intel's being a little bit conservative. It does seem like they're moving in the right direction. Um, this is definitely not a stock I own, and I'm still not sure if I want to add on to it. But if you are an Intel bull or if you're looking for, I don't think, I mean, obviously not advice, but I definitely don't see this as being completely overvalued. Obviously, there is a lot of risk here for Intel. We've kind of talked about that, the amount of cash flow they're using for their foundry business. Obviously, their AI solutions are not coming out or ramping up fast enough. Uh, and obviously, they need to take back market share from a very competitive pressure in both the client and the server CPU. Outside of that, though, right, there is that risk, but obviously that growth opportunities in all those segments as well. So definitely could see value in this to some extent. So let me know in the thoughts below. Are you buying Intel right now? Take care. Have a good day. And make sure to hit that thumbs up and subscribe button.